Blog Talk Radio. This is Byron Saxton from WWE, and you are listening to FXE Live. You got it, FXE Live coming at you tonight. Welcome, everybody. Oh, it's a great Wednesday night here in Florida. Thank you for joining us. And right now, you know, because it is live and up to the minute, literally up to the minute, I'm answering little tweets here and everything. And don't mind me. So I can put the phone away, put it on silent and talk to you fine folks tonight. I hope it's as nice wherever you are tonight. Thank you again for joining in. As tonight, we will be covering the WWE news, what's gone on in Raw, what has gone on on SmackDown, and then getting ready now, as we get ready for Backlash this Sunday, the pay-per-view event, take a look at some of the matchups, see what we have to say. Uh, JT and I are on tonight. We're waiting to see uh, Joey Cage come on in, waiting to see he knows, uh, you, you know, Listen, that beer line for the Coronas could be uh, could be a little longer than expected, and he should be here any minute. We're just waiting for him, and uh, we're going to go ahead and start the show, start talking about Raw, but, you know, before I do, uh, you know who I have to bring in. He's with me, you know, every damn show, folks, whether you're listening to the Gridiron Guys on Thursday night, 7 p.m., and tomorrow we're going to have a fantastic, as we kick off football show, JT's there. He's here. Saturday nights, 8 o'clock, Fantasy Jester Show. He's there, too. I'm on Twitter. Guess who's on Twitter? You know, you can find me at uh, Fantasy underscore Jester on Twitter, and you can find Fez. F-E-Z-437, and that's my colleague, J-T. He will answer literally any question, and he is a walking encyclopedia. If you're joining the show for the first time, what a treat to be able to get any information, whether it's wrestling or, you know, a lot of what we do is fantasy sports as well, but as far as uh, wrestling knowledge, it's it, it falls under sports, and if it falls under sports, it falls under the category of what he knows going to be bringing him in raw raw was interesting and definitely want to get his input as we bring him in right now jt how are you tonight doing great jester it was a uh, interesting week in wwe we got football starting tomorrow night and the temperatures are starting to cool a little bit so all in all i'm pretty excited about how things are going yeah, it's nice, you know, even even down here in Florida where uh, it, it's very hot during the summer. And it's still, really, it's still 90 degrees, but the humidity is starting to back off some. It's not that real oppressive heat. And, uh, yeah, it just feels like here comes, the, here, here comes the fall, here comes football, let's get this going. And really, so a, a great time for wrestling right now as we get ready for backlash uh, this weekend. Raw this past week, you know, was mixed. And I, I, I have a bunch, a bunch. Me personally, I have a bunch of questions about booking. And, and I'm sure, you know, we haven't had the opportunity, folks, and we're going to get to a little FXE news, and, and it's going to explain some of what I'm talking about now. Um, 
JT and I haven't had a production meeting. I have no clue how he feels about these two shows. I've been busy with our own brand, FXE, and that news, I'm saving that to the end. Yes, that's a tease to make you listen to the end. And yes, the news is worthy that you should be staying until the end. There's a reason why I haven't talked to my partner in two days, folks. So uh, we're going to give you that FXE news. It is that big. But getting back to Raw, JT, you know, let's get the first, let's get the two uh, jobber acts out of the way. Nia Jax. <laughs> right. Nia Jax, uh, and there goes Strowman, both of them, against the jobber. Uh, if that's going to continue, I have a request. Can I be the jobber? Right, exactly. Get in there and get paid for it. I mean, it look was it about 10 seconds worth of work? I mean, really? Yeah, throw me around like a rag doll, okay, and uh, help me get Fantasy Jester out there a little bit more. But no, um, yeah, yeah, I, I, I get it. No. I get it. They're big and they're bad. I, they're I bad really, and they're strong. Yeah, they're big you know what, and though? they're bad. Good, got it. There's, there's hope. There's hope, Jester. There's hope. Did we actually <laughs> see a little backstage segment between Nia Jax and Alicia Fox? Did we see a little heat, a little uh, a little rub back there that looks like maybe we might see an actual feud for her? It, it certainly looked like we might get off the jobber train uh, on at least that one right there. Now, you know, and if anybody was paying attention on Twitter this uh, past couple of days, my thing has been let's get her out there against Awesome Kong. Let's get right. two bigger women out there and let's see them go at it. That's classic right there. That would be two beasts like that, two big old women just going at it. And what better way to give, okay, you know, give Nia Jax a way to uh, look good, raise her name. Instead of raising it through a jobber nine times over, now, you know, throw somebody out there. So at least they're going to give her a storyline. Any clue what they're going to do with Strowman yet? <laughs> well, I, I mean, at least it was a named jobber this time in Sin Cara. So, you know, again, it was a name. I think they're waiting for Big Show to come back. I still am holding on that they're going to do something uh, and maybe a clash of champions. Maybe after that, who knows? But I'm, I'm starting to think that they've got to find something for this guy. And when you look up and down that roster, the way they're building Strowman, um, who else could it be? Well, uh, okay, yeah, exactly. Something like that. Also, though, yeah, no, I'm sorry. You know, Sin Cara, yeah, used to be a name wrestler. He's, he's been reduced to jobber. He's a jobber now. I don't care. He could come out in that mask a million times now, and you know what? He'll still always be a jobber that got thrown around by Strowman. So right. they right. they didn't help Strowman. They didn't help Strowman there, and they made Sincaro look like a, uh, look like a jobber. Beautiful, beautiful. Um, wow. Just don't get it personally. One of the ones that I did like, and just touching on the uh, the Charlotte versus Bailey match. You know, this is something that has a storyline. There's a back. You know, there's so there's some history between them. So. How are you liking this and what it's been shaping up to be? Well, I mean, they, they've brought uh, Bailey on 
uh, fast and furious here. She's taken out, you know, the women's champion in her second match. So, uh, that you know, like you said, they got the whole two of the former four horsewomen uh, in the ring. Dana Brooke mm-hmm. to me is just like an annoying little gnat. You know, somebody needs to swat her and get her out of the picture. I'd prefer just to see Charlotte go off on her own at this point. Uh, good match. You know, if people want to hate Charlotte, you want to love Charlotte, she's hell of a hell of a wrestler in the ring. She's got some great moves. Uh, and it actually is a compelling story. You know, I agree with you. So definitely enjoyed that match, and I'm enjoying to see where they're going to go with that. Uh, and, and here's the thing. You know, you, you mentioned... You mentioned Dana Brooke, and to me, first of all, besides being annoying, she's got awful wrestler. She is so poorly timed. And then also, I when I was down in Orlando to see them, uh, she was there, and I was literally just a couple of rows off the ring. And she's just awful in person, too. You know, it makes you take a look. And this is what I don't understand. There are women out there waiting to come up into the ranks, either to get into NXT. You know, one of the things I've had to do lately is talent evaluate people. And, you know, we're going to have women, believe it or not. Yeah. Uh, Guess what, folks? We're having women wrestlers, too. And I've had to take a look at some of the uh, talent for the women's division and there is better talent out there right now in Florida better than Dana Brooke. And she is on WWE's and she's one of the top, she's out there with Charlotte. And so, you know, and then I'll also tell you, I'm sorry when you take a look at, I, okay. I love Bailey. She's cute and all hug and all that. All right. Yeah. I'll give you a hug too, sweetie. Come on. Uh, no, I will. I'll give you a big old hug. All right. Congratulations. I'm happy for her too, but here's the thing. There's a difference between pushing Bailey the way that they have and pushing a Finn Balor. To me, you can't compare wrestlers. I mean, do you agree with that, or do you? Yeah, you know, am I no, out of my I, mind? I no. Well, I do think you're out of your mind normally, but I will agree with you on that. You know, the thing I look at when you you look at Bailey, I know I've listened to you in the past where when we talked about why wasn't she drafted, you had your theories on why she wasn't drafted. Uh, maybe she wasn't ready. Maybe she needed a little bit more fine-tuning. She's got some nice moves. She's got a great energy to her. And unlike Dana Brooke, her energy, some of the moves she's worked on, and the way she handles herself, I think, cover some of the other deficiencies. And she looks like she's working hard, and she looks like she's training. Finn Balor, that guy has spent years perfecting his craft and you've got a guy that's not only is he completely over with his fans, he's got the theatrics, he's got the moves, and I like him on the mic. You know, so that's where I see no deficiencies in his game. Bailey has a few, but I think her uh, positives cover those up. Yeah, and, and, you know, that's as we go to SmackDown, uh, I had last night, folks, uh, by the way, <laughs> 
had a great time. Uh, for those of you who were uh, there last night, went to uh, JT. I went to Jimmy Hart's last night. Okay. Always had a great time. There was a uh, huh? Pardon me. Oh, lucky you, as usual. Uh, yeah, no, we had great uh, great time. Uh, Mrs. Jester and I went there. What we did is actually uh, we catered uh, for the night. We also uh, brought uh, baked ziti, meatballs, nice. uh, and homemade garlic bread uh, for myself, Jimmy, and you know whoever whoever came in. And you know, I mean, it's a good sized place, and you can imagine we made a lot of baked ziti. And I bet, went, I bet you did. It, yeah, no, it was a great, great night. We had lots of fun together, and um, while we were there, I just want to give a quick shout-out to somebody. We met some very nice people to Alabama, from Alabama, Sheila and Jimmy Martin. Uh, we spent a good portion of the night with them and Jimmy. Uh, they joined us and, and were talking, and they were in the, you know, tourist, obviously Alabama, the tourists, and Absolutely beautiful people. I got it. I just want to. I promised them I'd say hello just because they are that nice, and uh, I had a great time with them. But yeah, we had a great time last night. And uh, while watching SmackDown, uh, it seems that uh, myself and and we'll get back to Raw in a second here. Uh, as we were watching the women on SmackDown. Uh, Jimmy Hart and myself have two distinct opinions on where they're going uh, for the women there. So uh, we were paying attention to the women's division in general, talking about it overall. And then uh, I'll let you know what he felt about what they're going to do with SmackDown. But getting back to Raw. Yeah, yeah. No, it was a a great time. And like I said, the best thing about sitting there is you get to listen to a legend. And have him be able to watch the show and tell you, I mean, minutes before it's going to happen. Oh, this is how it's going to go down. He can watch oh, yeah. how, something, how, how, they, how something starts. And he goes, oh, all right, here's going to be your winner and why. And it's like, I mean, you want to talk about an enlightened, enlightened opinion or an enlightened perspective. Uh, Jimmy Hart, we're talking about Hall of Fame uh, manager, WWE. FWWE. So yeah, I just to think to listen to what he had to say about it would be fun. I, I I I'm kicking back. Well, that's the idea. I'm kicking back, and I'm just like a sponge listening and getting what he's showing and telling me what he sees and why, and, and what can be done, and just getting his opinion. He and he's a great great guy. I have so much fun. Uh, I have so much respect for him since I've met him. Absolutely great guy. Listen, we got to get back. I'm sorry, folks. I had to share the story. We had. Come on down. If you have the opportunity, you're in Florida, okay? I'm there just about every Tuesday, and so is Jimmy. And uh, come on down. It's in Daytona Beach. Look us up. Uh, we're out there having a great time. Next week, uh, JT, if you come on down, I am making a little uh, barbecue, a little pulled pork. Hi. Yeah, you need to, you need to save some of that for me this time. I've missed out on the baked ziti. I've missed out on the garlic bread. I missed out on the ribs last week. So you know, you're definitely gonna owe me when I get down there one of these dinners. So uh, I have to keep my mind on that. 
brother, all you have to do is say which one of the uh, of the many ones that we like to make. You just say which one. Listen, we gotta get back to the show. Yes, and folks, yes. this is what our this is what our wrestling shows are gonna be like. I mean, we just like to have fun, and when you come to the shows, you're gonna have that kind of fun. Let's get back to this though. Uh, you know, I got okay, so, I got to throw something out there, Jester. They threw the sure. ultimate tease at me Monday night on Raw. They started mm-hmm. the show and it had kind of an old school feel. Here we were mm-hmm. backstage, uh, a small confrontation, if you will, between general manager Mick Foley and commissioner Stephanie McMahon. Did she or didn't she know what her husband was up to? And I'm thinking, wow, are we setting up a backstage storyline? I mean, could it be? Let me wipe my eyes a little bit and make sure I'm seeing this right. How long has it been? It's been a while. Ah, you know, here we go. I just can't get over. And then all of a sudden... There's no Triple H. There's no expl- explanation for what he did. And you know, right? Uh, there's only a. Ahead, do you believe me? I mean, yeah. Triple H, a, a complete no-show. And folks, you go on FantasyJusticeSports.com. Go ahead and read Joey Cage's review of it. It's it's on there, and you know he talks about it too about no Triple H. And how bad the uh, booking was on the show. But, you know, he goes into something. And, JT, uh, <laughs> I'm glad we're finally going to have the opportunity to talk about this. Uh, because I don't get it. And maybe I'm a little bit more uh, insulted by it because I'm a Jersey guy. But Enzo <laughs> and Cass. Uh, yeah. All right. Now, hold on. Follow my stupid little train of thought here, okay? Enzo right. and Cass, Enzo and Cass, when they were in New Jersey at, at in Newark, Cass was uh, Enzo was just uh, coming back off of the injury, and he could have appeared at the pay per view that Sunday, and they held him out until the Raw event the following day, while he was literally Newark. You have to understand Newark, okay, is a good 25 minutes away from where he grew up. Wow. So that's, that's how bad that is, is that really you could, he couldn't work that Sunday, but he could work Monday at a different venue. And that's what you do to him. Okay, fine. So when they finally come back for SummerSlam in Brooklyn, they have them lose again in their own backyard then, okay, so fine, they come off of that, and magically, all of a sudden, Cass is in a four-way fight for a title, and then you have what happened the other night. You know, when that happened, I thought about you, and I, I had a little chuckle there, and I said to myself, let's, tell, let's think about this. Cass is in this four-way, fatal four-way, and is the first guy out. Now you have them lose to Carlito Cool's brother. Uh, I was waiting for El Torito to come out. At least that would have made it interesting. Uh, the shine is off of Enzo and Cass. And I wonder, did Enzo ask Linda McMahon, how you doing? Because Vince definitely has it out for these guys at this point. Yeah, you know, uh, and I wonder – uh, and this is, I think, what they're doing, okay, honestly, 
They're doing what I said. They're going to break these two up. Oh, it's it's here. Yeah. You're right. They're going to break these two up. They got their taste. What that was, you know what that fatal four-way was? That was their tease to see what kind of what kind of what kind of uh bump, what kind of uh pop what kind of pop could he get, Cass get on his own in a fatal four-way? And if you notice, he didn't need Enzo. No, he doesn't. That guy's got charisma. He's got a great energy to him out there. And, and let's be honest, he's got some moves. He's not your typical six foot ten, seven foot tall big man that's basically a ground and pound. This guy has some moves, so I, I agree with you completely on that. He's a big man that's agile. Yeah, that's the thing. He is a big man that is agile. And yes, he's seven foot tall, and you can't teach that. That is no, you truth. can't. Okay, so and he got a good pop on his own. So maybe that's uh, I'm looking at the shining stars beating them as a way that they're going to start to bury the tag team of Enzo and Cass. And I think you're going to see Cass be one of those guys. You know, we're sitting here talking about who is Strowman going to fight. That would be interesting. Yeah, you're going to have to get some program started between those two. But here's Battle the bigger of the question, Jester, in my opinion. Here, here's yeah. the bigger question, in, in my opinion. I don't think Enzo can make it as a singles wrestler. I've not really been overly impressed with his in-ring ability in any way, shape, or form. I'll admit the guy's a terror on the microphone, but outside of that, I mean, what's he going to be, the next Paul Heyman? Uh, pretty, you know, his, that's a fantastic analysis because, yeah, while he is as good as you can be on the mic and he really is you can tell it's just natural ability he's got the gift the gab like you said um and he does you either have it or you don't and but conversely yeah his wrestling needs a little bit more a lot okay i'll be honest a lot more seasoning. And I do. I'm not saying this to pick on the man. I love him. I, I actually, no, he's great. you know, you either love him or hate him. It seems like he's either an annoying twit to you or you absolutely love him. There's no middle ground, very polarizing figure. And uh, I, I do love him, but he needs work on his wrestling and to separate them. Yeah, like I said, I've I've been saying this. They're going to do it, and I've been saying it for what now? Three weeks? If not longer, Um, yeah. Here it comes, because they have to. They have to, and there's your competition for Strowman. And you're not even going to see them get the strap one time as a tag team, at least not now. Is that what you're saying? No. Okay, so they're out of the picture. Um, No, you know what killed that? You know what killed that momentum? They would have been, they would have been, I bet you they would have held the uh, tag team strap, okay, had Enzo not gotten hurt. Now, that sounds terrible mm-hmm. to say, but it's honest because in this sport, it's momentum. It's momentum. Right. It's who it's, the fan is, who's the fan behind now? Well, let me ask you this question then. Let me throw this at you, Jester. So, be, again, you're saying because they got hurt or Enzo got hurt, that kind of held him back from being an opportunity to hold the belt. So then the, that begs the question, now that Seth Rollins is back, coming back off of that injury, 
do you think that in any way impedes why, him or is why he hasn't held the belt for more than, what was it, 25 seconds since he's been back? Right, right. Um, so, I will say, though, the, the line of the night, have to have to throw it out there, is uh, Jericho telling Mick Foley, you're treating the longest reigning WWE Universal Champion like this? <laughs> That's good. I had to give him that. That's funny. That's good. Cesaro, yeah. Yeah, no, that was one of the best lines of the night. And usually you can get it from Jericho. Jericho's good oh, he's for a great. couple of things. I love Jericho. You give, you, give, you give him the mic more than a, more than a minute, and you're going to get a, a couple of gems out of him. Uh, just real quick, Bo Dallas getting the, big, uh, getting the big push as they're getting ready to send him uh, – He's going to be their overseas guy, I guess. He's going to go over right. to England and then but, then head over to Japan to wrestle the new guy. The new guy. He gets the big push after he got a big push off the airplane in the Dallas airport. I thought that was kind of an interesting timing. Yeah, well, uh, I guess they couldn't – they have to continue the plan because he, because he is going overseas and they've got so much planned – and they can't disappoint. They got to go ahead and keep things rolling because all eyes of the Japan people are on what's going to be coming their way. Wonder how much of the Japan people knew, okay, found out without having to go to the internet, how much of it was squashed, what went on with Bo Down, right. what, what right. went down with him. So, you know, um, listen. He is part of the family that's been in wrestling for a long time, and he's a young kid. He's not a troublemaker. That's why. No, he's not. He's right. not a troublemaker. He's a good and he, he's a he's a good wrestler. You know that's a, that's one of the things is I wish they would develop somebody like a Bo Dallas. You know because he he has potential. You know I yes, actually do believe that's silly. He's got a lot of potential, and so we'll see. You know, hopefully this was just a, a little bump uh, on the uh, map to success for him. He's a young guy. He's probably, you know, I mean, come on. People, you know, sometimes they've got to mind their own business. From what I heard, it wasn't that bad. So uh, they saw a young guy with long hair kind of thing, kind of profiled more than anything and just could have left him like be. It. Um, well, that's no, no. That's what I'm hearing. That's what I'm hearing. So, um, whatever. But you anyway, up, the real you quick. Up, yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say you brought up someone near and dear to my heart. One of my favorites, Cesaro. You were starting to talk about. Yeah, Cesaro. Cesaro um, is down now three zip, and the miraculous mm. comeback from three nothing. How do I feel that like was, an O4 Red Sox story is on the way here? <laughs> no, no, I'm no, sorry. no. Did I please. say that out loud? I, I don't know what yeah. got me to say that. I'm sorry. And right about now, I wish I could give you a brogue kick. And uh, <laughs> no, hey, that's all right. Cesaro, we've talked about it. I don't know what he's done to whom, but the guy's good on the mic. The guy's fantastic in the ring. He's got a great following, and yet he is fighting against. Uh, Rocksteady or Bebop, I can't remember which one it is from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles here. And yes, he's down three nothing. I still think he wins this series. 
And that would completely bury Seamus forever, folks. Isn't that what's happening now? Yeah. Yeah. How'd you like, uh, how'd you, okay. You know, here's the problem I'm having with this though. And you know what? Let's go ahead. We'll talk about this more. I want to go commercial free for the rest of the segment, folks. So what we're going to do is we're going to play two commercials real quick, get it out of the way. And then we're going to come back for the second half of FXE live. Talk about SmackDown, get some predictions. Hi, folks. Fantasy Jester here to talk about BreadFromYourBed.com, and I am with Ethan, the son of the owner, Joey, from BreadFromYourBed.com. Say hello, Ethan. Hello. And how old are you? Four. Okay, Ethan, thanks. Uh, We'll get back to you in one minute. And here's a little bit about BreadFromYourBed.com. They're both a business services website and a personal finance blog. They discuss ways for people to make extra money from home, and they offer a wide variety of services for your businesses. If you need more traffic for your website, if you need social media management or marketing, if you need a website built, or if you just want to make some extra money online, these are the guys to do it. They have worked and provided results for clients ranging from small to big, and will show you some of those results, including the statistics and the numbers I highly encourage you to check them out if you're looking for help for your business to grow or you're looking to learn how to make some extra money from home. Ethan, where should people go if they're looking for a website? Bedfromthebed.com And where should people go if they're looking for social media management? Bedfromthebed.com And where should people go if they're looking to make some extra money? Bedfromthebed.com and where should people go to get help starting a business? Bedfromyourbed.com. All right. And if uh, they want to work from home, where should people go? Um, Bedfromyourbed.com. All right, Ethan. One more time, let me ask you. If they want to spend more time with their kids, where should parents go? Um, Bedfromyourbed.com. That's right, folks. BreadFromYourBed.com Hi folks, it's Barbara here for Deep Obsession Charters. Whether you live in the beautiful West Palm Beach area or you're planning on visiting the Sunshine State and you love to dive, you have to contact South Florida's premier dive operators, Deep Obsession Dive Charters, out of the West Palm Beach area. They are a full-service dive operation. They've got everything from equipment sales and rentals, And they're also a PADI certified dive center, and they offer certifications from beginning all the way to pro. Deep Obsession offers wreck dives, reef dives, night dives, and dives to the beautiful Blue Heron Bridge, which was voted one of the world's best macro dive sites. But their best adventure, I believe, is their baited shark dives. Here you will be educated on the importance of conservation of these beautiful endangered creatures while being up close and personal with them. It's truly an unforgettable experience, I tell you. For the best customer service in the industry, with fun and safety as a priority, you can book your next dive adventure at deepobsessioncharters.com or you can call them at 561-707-2045. You can also find uh, Deep Obsession Charters on Facebook and Twitter or you can check out their videos on YouTube. Remember, for the best dive experience in South Florida, it's Deep Obsession Dive Charters. Dive, dive, dive. 
Folks, we are back now, FXE Live, as we go into, we're going to talk a little bit more, just uh, one more thing I want to talk to JT about with Raw, and then we're going to get into SmackDown, then we're going to get into Backlash predictions tonight on FXE Live. JT, ah, wasn't it nice? I'm sorry. I saved the best for last. Nothing else I really, <laughs> really wanted to talk about. Sasha Banks is back. Yes, she is. She's not hurt as she's not hurt as bad or as anybody happier than myself to see her back. I, I am. I, I'm so glad that she's okay. Uh, a lot of us who are fans of Sasha Banks uh, really, really just want to see her back. And uh, for a little bit, it was looking a little serious there. <laughs> I think she's. Uh, I think she's a lot better off than uh, maybe we were led to believe early on, like you said. Uh, she looked good out there. She sounded good. Uh, I don't think you can put the belt back on her anytime soon. That belt to switching back and forth like that. I know Vince has never been a fan of the belt bouncing back and forth that quickly, but it should provide for some good matches anyway. Well, and the thing is, they're gonna they're gonna test her durability before they get put the strap back on her again. Will they? Will they? If she can show that she is. Um, able to hold up to the rigors. It's a tough schedule. Vince doesn't go easy on these guys and women. All right, he's no, he drives pretty them into tough. The ground. You know, anybody anybody uh, hadn't noticed or didn't pay attention during the time when Jericho, and this was just a couple of months ago, took a bunch of tax, sixty something tax to his back. And was out there wrestling the next night. I thought he was going to have off, but uh, no. I remember that. That's how Vince, no. that's how Vince rolls. I knew. He yeah, would. no. Yep. So they're going to test her. They're going to see what her durability is. Uh, Miz moving on to SmackDown, and um, the Miz versus Apollo Cruz. And as soon as you saw Dolph Ziggler sitting there you had to know what was going to happen. Yeah, another uh, poorly booked feud or match or whatever you want to call it. I mean, we you know, we put Apollo Crews last week against Styles. Uh, we know he's obviously not going to come off of a loss and then win the title the next week. At least it's never been anything WWE's done. It just seems like some somebody found something on Crews that they didn't like or – Maybe they feel like he needs a little more time in the oven. Who knows? But, uh, you know, at this point, I don't get that match at all. Um, There was a bunch that I didn't get out of that night. But one of the things I said to Jimmy, and and he really – he didn't want to comment on it. You know, he loves the WWE, and he's a very loyal man. But uh, I personally said myself – Last night's show, it's a two-hour show, and if you put a stopwatch on it, you had about 20 to 25 minutes of wrestling. It was all about the stories, all about what's, uh, you know, you get the Fandango segment. Oh, why? Why? You tweeted that today, and that was was fantastic, because it's true. Why? I don't get it. I don't you know, get why he's even here. Um, 
Joey has in the article, and this is, a, I guess, a recent note in the article, that the injury suffered by American Alpha appears to be legitimate. Yeah, and, costly uh, last night for uh, for SmackDown. Yeah, talking smack after SmackDown Live, Shane McMahon announced American Alpha is out on Backlash. The Hype Brothers will take on the Usos, who turned heel, and uh, they'll be facing the Usos at Backlash, with the winner facing Slater and Rhino for the belts later that night. Wow. Mm. Do you really see them putting the belt on Rhino and Slater? No, never. No, no. I, I just how? I mean, you didn't even draft this guy, and he's going to be the first one to hold your new SmackDown Live tag team titles. So yeah, that's so basically what you're telling me is the winner between the Usos and the Hype Brothers are going to be your champs. So that screams Usos right there. Uh, yeah, exactly. Pretty, you you would think it really should, at least, you know. And it's a shame um, on American that, Alpha, though. That is because they I mean, were they were moving and they were coming nicely. And that was they one of SmackDown's nice. top attractions. So yeah, it's a shame. Uh, I feel bad for those guys. And again, you see what happens to tag teams too. Now look at Enzo and Cass were on that title run and. You don't know if and when you might ever get it. So American Alpha has to be feeling it. They have to be feeling it because yep. I'm sure they just watched their buddies. You got to remember, they were wrestling together with Enzo and Cass down there. So, you know, I, I'm sure they feel it. But getting to uh, the women's match, the Nikki Bella, Becky Lynch, Naomi versus Alexa Bliss, Natalia and Carmella. Um, you know, I sat there and I'm watching it. And to me, now to me, and this was my own opinion. Matter of fact, I didn't really share completely my whole thought on this with Jimmy, but because we varied on opinion of who would win in, uh, in backlash, but Becky Lynch has to be one of the more polished of all of those women in that ring. Nikki Bella is, is pretty good. Don't get me wrong. But Becky Lynch just looks like a professional wrestler in there, and it's no it's no it's no secret who she's trained by that she's trained by Finn Balor. So um, you know, seeing that match, what did you? All right, let me ask you something. You watch that match, mm-hmm. and who did who who do you come away with as your best wrestlers of the group? I actually have, if you'll give me a 1A, 1B, I'm not going to disagree with you that Becky Lynch is by far, you know, uh, supremely talented. I've always thought Naomi was extremely athletic and gifted in the ring as well. It just seems like just as soon as she starts to get momentum going or get rolling, an injury creeps up and grabs her. If she can stay healthy, I think she's somebody that can hold that belt and do it well. I think she's incredibly talented. It's going to be interesting And yeah, we're going to get to our predictions in a minute Uh, One of the other things that happened last night Was AJ Styles versus Dean Ambrose segment What did you think of that? I think that Dean Ambrose is getting really good on the mic Really enjoyed listening to him 
it's it's like he owns that that character now. He owns that Dean Ambrose. It's just I don't know. It's almost like that's him. You know, this guy's not in character. That that's just this guy. Very believable. Uh, him and Styles drumming some great great heat uh, against one you know one another. I still don't think uh, that belt's leaving Ambrose. But I've said that the last four months. Okay. On the editor's note on the article at FantasyJusticeSports.com by Joey Cage, there's an editor's note that there there was a post-show dark match for only the crowd <laughs> on hand in Lincoln, Nebraska. That match was John Cena, Dean Ambrose, teamed up and gained the victory against Bray Wyatt and AJ Styles. Both Styles and Bray took turns beating on John Cena, and Ambrose finally got tagged in and was able to take Bray Wyatt's sister Abigail and reverse it into a finished move, his patented dirty deeds. Uh, hot tag for the win. You know, I just want to throw one little note of my own out there. Bray Wyatt, how can this guy be left out of WrestleMania, SummerSlam? When are they going to start using this asset? Uh, it just blows my mind this guy isn't already a champ. The, um, let's see, the best way to describe Bray Wyatt and what's going on with him, the single most wasted man in the WWE right now, the answer would be, ding, 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 Bray Wyatt. Wyatt. You've got somebody, yeah, go ahead. I'll let you go first and then I'll share my exasperation. You look at this guy, you look at the back and forth with Randy Orton, you look at him, on, you listen to him on the mic. I was at WrestleMania. It, was, it had to feel like there was a million fireflies when that dude came out. Um, you know, it just, I, I don't get it. I just don't get it. What more does this guy have to do to, to hold gold? He is, well, and you know... <laughs> Sometimes if you're too good, maybe you get punished for it because they don't need you to hold the strap. Good point. Here's the problem. Because, yes, you take a look at it. You take, uh, I know I do now because I take a look at it from a completely different, uh, you know, you have yours, you're you're a sports analyst. Joey, Joey Cage is a wrestler. Me, I'm a, a, a promoter. I know what I'm looking for. Now, if I'm taking a look at what I see for Bray Wyatt, let's break it down real quick. And we'll get to the predictions in a couple of minutes. We've got plenty of time. Bray Wyatt, first of all, you go with, okay, can he handle the mic? A duh. He is... He, okay, is it safe to say he's first, Enzo, Enzo second behind Heyman? Yes, yes, I would definitely go that way. And you know what? His appeal, if they gave him half a chance, is as good as Heyman. Okay. Now, the one thing that you just alluded to. Now I go from, okay, he's good on the mic. What do the fans think of him? Well, like you said, you start that show and you see fireflies everywhere. 
they don't need lights practically that uh, those stadiums get and it's everywhere they go yeah it is it is literally everywhere they go you see fireflies everywhere then okay so now what kind of physical specimen is he oh that's a pretty big guy there six three roughly about 275 folks and big guy then you go then you go to okay but can he move that 63 hey he's phenomenal he's agile as all hell for a guy that size so that's my point i mean he really if you watch him does not have a flaw there really should be no reason why he's got a great story going and a great storyline Great on the mic. Got the fans that love him. Can wrestle. I, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. Unless because of that and because of the following he has, they don't need to put a strap on him to, you know, make the fans love him. Might be the curse of being too good at what you do. He's got the best theme song, too. Just had to throw that out there. Yeah, that, but that's what I'm saying. It's the whole package. You really can't. It is. Like, you can't pick a flaw on any of his presentation. None of his no, presentation really at any given time can you say is flawed. And, and then, like I said, but the last one as a promoter, you look at his work. You look at the timing. You look at the work, their body of work, what they're capable of doing in the ring. Not just from a timing standpoint, from making it look real, but from this, being able to protect the other guy in the ring. See, because that is the fine art of wrestling. For you folks out there who think that it's not real, it is very real. And you have to be perfectly timed. Or you know what? You can do permanent damage. Permanent. We've had guys that have died in the ring. We've had guys that have gone uh, paralyzed in the ring. It, it really is real, folks. And again, you're dealing with a guy six foot three, two seventy five, agile as all hell, and his timing is beautiful. So, I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully, uh, I'd like to see him with a strap. Although uh, it is my fear, to be honest, that that day will never, ever happen he's too good they don't need him to going up and talking about now backlash and getting the predictions in there and uh you know let's go with that tag team we got heath slater and rhino versus the winner of hype brothers and usos now are you completely sold on the idea that the hype brothers might not win well, I can't say that because there's no way on God's green earth I thought that, um, you know, that belt would go to who it went to, that IC championship at WrestleMania. You know, Zack Ryder walking away at WrestleMania with that belt was a stun job for me. So I want to say I guarantee it won't happen. Who knows? Uh, Triple H, Mojo Raleigh, you know, some of the stuff we talked about on the Fantasy Jester show last Saturday – does Triple H get involved in this and help his guys? Who knows? So I'm not 100% certain, no. You know, and that's what I'm saying is 
there's there's a there's wrestlers right there with the Usos that could be that could be and should be holding a belt right now, and they aren't. They don't get a lot of, if you notice, until recently, they don't get a lot of the airtime that they used to. And now you come up with injury. the hype brothers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the injury, the injury, like I said, the injury thing will kill your tag team. So now are, are they going to continue to keep them down or are they going to get them the belt back here? Again, the hype brothers. Yeah, I just don't. My, the, let, okay, let's be honest. The last team that we see winning this, can we agree, is definitely Slater and Rhino. You know, as we've been talking, I'm thinking about one thing reverberates in my head that Shane McMahon said a few weeks ago. You've got to win the whole thing, Heath Slater, to get a contract. At this point, how can this guy not have a contract? (laughs) Um. He'll get the same opportunity at Raw. They'll find another reason. He doesn't have to win. You think so? Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Like you said, I don't know. First of all, they have to get a belt big enough for Rhino. You need a big belt for that. Yeah. He's gotten kind of big that big. I can't say crap about it. I'm not making fun of him, man. Hell, (laughs) I'll cook for him, too. He wants to come on over. I'll make him bake ZD, too. Um, Moving pretty well, though. Yeah, he is. I'll tell you, still looking good. Six-pack challenge. Six-pack challenge. Nikki Bella, Becky Lynch, Naomi, Natalia, Carmella, who is coming a little bit. Oh, you know, she uh, she's coming in hot. And Alexa Bliss for the SmackDown Live Women's Title. Alexa Bliss, you know what? She's only five foot. She's tiny as all hell. Huh? She does yeah, the thing yeah. now, Jester. Let me throw this at you. So, uh, uh, do you think? Uh, do you? Who do you see winning? Do you see Carmella bringing home the bacon since her boyfriend couldn't do it last week in the Fatal Four Way? Ouch! 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 No, I think they're both losers. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm oh. just kidding. That's terrible. No, I love them both. I actually That's do. You. I love them both. Um, Carmella, for those out there who don't know, uh, Carmella's dating Cass, but. Uh, you know, all right, let me ask you something. You want my pick or you want Jimmy you Hart's first. pick? You go You go first, I'll go, and then you give us Jimmy Hart. Okay. Becky Lynch, no question. Ditto. Yep, no question. Absolutely agree completely. It's about time. They, uh, they, and I, I'm willing to bet that they uh, – they went ahead and made a deal with her after, you know, that was the thing. Listen, those couple of matches where you'd come out and you would never wrestle, right. it's going to end up being good for you. Don't worry, kid. We got you. <laughs> right. All red, everything will disappear and you'll have the belt. All right. Jimmy? Jimmy Hart thinks that you could be seeing Nikki Bella as your next champion. Ooh, belt back on a Bella. I mean, that's not a bad way to go, and who might argue with Jimmy Hart? Uh, But then I argue with everyone, so I'm going to stick with Becky Lynch. His his theory on it was a simple one. He says, look at the promo for the uh, match. Who is front and center of the six? 
Good point. And I would agree that the two in the far back on either side would be the least likely to win this. So he may have he may be onto something there. Being the two in the far back, for you folks, if you can't see it, Alexa Bliss on one end and Natalia on the other. Mm-hmm. That's right. And they are. They're the less, least likely. And like I said, he said that of the six, who is the biggest in front and center of the, all the pictures? Uh, well, see, that neat. goes back to my lead question. That that goes back, since John Cena can't bring home a belt, maybe his girlfriend will. So, I mean, it works both <laughs> ways. Let's, all right, let's get off the girls for a minute. Wow. Yeah, I did that. Uh, Randy Orton. <laughs> Randy Orton oh, I versus I have, Ray. Go I've ahead. got something for you on this one, okay? So, I see Bray Wyatt winning this match due to Luke Harper showing up and helping him get the win. I got Randy Orton, okay, going to win because he still has to have that rematch with Lesnar. Well, a, a dirty loss if you will, doesn't hurt him any, in my opinion. That's where I see Bray Wyatt getting the win here, and it's a great way to bring Luke Harper back into the situation. That'd be interesting. That'd be interesting. I like it. I like it. I don't believe it, but I like it. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> we, we've got this for uh, for next week. We can discuss, you know, how I yeah, frank we'll you Yeah, we'll see how this uh, wouldn't be the first time I'm – uh, it happens. I can't no, that be right goes both ways. That goes both like, ways. So. Yeah, exactly, exactly. No, um, Intercontinental title, The Miz versus Dolph Ziggler. Which way? Go ahead. I went first the last one. This is one. so I went, painful. Oh. This mm-hmm. one's so painful. Dolph Ziggler deserves this. Dolph Ziggler should have a belt. But the Miz is not going to drop this belt to Dolph Ziggler. It'll be a valiant effort, but he'll come up just a little short because the Miz is going to hold that belt until Apollo Crews takes it from him. I, I okay, you know, I agree with you. That's scary, and here's why though: if Dolph Ziggler had his own Marcy. I, I I think the Miz is out there just because he has uh you know Maurice, his wife yeah. out there. Yeah. I call her. Well Maurice is uh she's added a lot to him though. I mean it gives him something to play off of. He hasn't been the same since he didn't have uh Miz Dow with Damian Sandow. So he I mean whether it's Maurice, whether it's Miz Dow, whether it's whoever yeah. he's with, he needs someone to play that personality off of, and she's been fantastic yep. for him and for me. Uh, I, I, I was just going to say, uh, I, I haven't argued with her being on screen, and uh, you probably won't hear a peep out of me. Uh, I'm, uh, you know, I'm trying to be a kinder, gentler uh, jester here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, honestly, folks, here we go, and here's the match: Dean Ambrose. The current champion versus AJ Styles for the WWE Championship. JT, 
What do you got? Well, Bray Wyatt will not be finished after his match against Randy Orton. I think Bray Wyatt will interrupt this bout. It will cause it to be a no contest, which means Ambrose will continue to be the champion, and you'll see a triple threat between the three of them at the next pay-per-view. No. No. Sorry. I will go with the it is uh, now AJ Styles time. Hope Dean Ambrose had fun and he will be going back and they will eventually reform the shield. And it starts. But why can't right they re- away. why can't they reform the shield when somebody's holding the belt? Evolution had gold strung through all through the whole entire uh, faction. See, that's where I think people are making the mistake. People feel like it, someone can't have gold for the shield to get back together. It, well, and that, well, I just feel in order for it to get, yeah, well, and that is exactly how I feel. In order for it to get back together, you have to remove the belt, have them all be pissed, and come back after everybody. I think that's well, the storyline that you build. Two of those guys are on Raw. One of those guys is on SmackDown. doesn't matter. It's Lesnar so, and Orton. Yeah, but they'll they'll jump when they need to, Lesnar and Orton. So I mean, um, no, I don't see it. I don't see it. I don't see it. I see AJ Styles. I see AJ Styles. He he's got the crowd now. Uh, when AJ Styles is talking, the crowd is definitely uh, much more loud than the uh, when uh, Dean Ambrose has. Dean Ambrose gotten better on the mic. Yes, he's gotten better on the mic. Uh, does he know how to light up a crowd though? No, sorry, well, I don't. I, I don't think so. Think of it this way. Think of it this way. So, you've picked against Ambrose several times. So has Joey Cage, and he's still holding that belt. I'm telling you, it's going to mm-hmm. be either when Styles goes to do his Styles Clash, or we go to see a Dirty Deeds. Lights are going to go off, and Bray Wyatt will end up intervening in that match. So book it. There you go, folks. There's our prediction. There's WWE, our coverage of WWE. There's everything from Raw to SmackDown to Backlash. I hope you've enjoyed. Real quick, folks, on the FXE front, a bunch of you have been wondering what's going on, how we doing, what's the latest. Last week, we had two people. We had our two developmental wrestlers uh, join in. When will the next signing be? Join us next week as our next signing will happen here, and we will be going live again on Facebook. Join in for that. And the news that everybody has been waiting for, what came out of my meetings these past couple of days, JT, FXE, Florida Extreme Entertainment, when it starts up, will be televised here in Florida. Yes. Yes. Local channel. Exactly. Local channel, 10 counties, 3 million people. We are excited here. This is going to be a great time. It might slow us down to when that first match is now because we have a whole nother element to plan for. But, folks, we talked to somebody about what the plan is, what our shows are going to be like, and we are going on television with it. And literally, folks, I wish I had more time. Join us next week as we go ahead and we start talking about what happened at Backlash, what happened at the following Raw, what happened at SmackDown, FXE signings, and FXE going to television. I'm the Fantasy Jester. 
I am out of here.